Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you very much. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Artist Insight. Uh, having the uh, having a conversation, it's gonna gonna be a good one too. I can tell you, friends. So don't uh, don't go away. We're talking with David Wynn. David is in the Nashville, Tennessee area, and he uh, he's got quite a story. And uh, his band is Reviving David. So, David, how are you today? Hey, Paul, it's great to talk to you, and I'm doing absolutely wonderful down here in Tennessee. I, I, I hear it's uh, just like here in uh, southern Pennsylvania. It's uh, as we're recording here on uh, in the, toward the end of February, we, we've got a <laughs> we've got a warm day. I, I like what you said earlier. Summer and winter are competing, right? Yeah, they're, they're uh, right now they're fighting over custody of Tennessee. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that. that's the best way I can put it. I, I think that's the case in a lot of the country right now. Of course, as we as we talk, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, storms out in the uh, in, in the northern part of the of the country and uh, the northwest, I guess uh, as uh, as well. But um, yeah, but I don't know, for for you and me right now, it's it's nice. It's not going to stay that way. But of course, as they say, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute; it'll change. Anyway, Absolutely. yeah. So, uh, are you a native of uh, of the Tennessee area? You know, I want to say yes, but it, because where I grew up, uh, born and raised in Rossville, Georgia, just right across the state line. Uh, okay, um, just this whole area is obviously home. But in 2009, I did make the transition to move to to move to Tennessee. Okay, and was it uh, a music uh, music pur- purpose? No, uh, just just life change, just okay. general life change. It just yeah. you move. Um, it, it 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 was time to move out of the parents' house and uh, kind of uh, you know get get going uh, out on life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hear that. A lot of people go to Nashville to try to make it, and some do. Uh, some just kind of stay, whether they make it or they don't, uh, and some go back home. Uh, but either way, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it can be a great experience. And uh, so let's talk about uh, purpose, passion, and people. I love that. You want to want to ex- expand on that just a little bit? Yeah, well, you say a little bit, but uh, I'll talk a lot. Um, I've, when, got, I've got the microphone <laughs> button right here, David, so be, you know, be careful. Now. <laughs> you know, like so many others um, in life, hard, you know, hardships in life kind of left me in a dark place where I felt like I was unable to express myself musically. Mm-hmm. And then in March of 2018, you know, God gave me this message to share with the world. It's a message to reach the burden, the brokenhearted, the lost, and those that are outside of the modern day church. And with God's vision and, um, you know, my love for others and the help of a friend, Reviving David was born. And, and what that really means is, um, for so many years, you know, you know, everybody that, you know, um, musicians and singers and songwriters, you know, whether you want to deny it or not, we, we really are emotional creatures. And I, I will say this all the time. Musicians are some of the weirdest people I've ever oh, met. I think there's a lot of you know, musician spouses that would agree with that. And sometimes we wear our, we wear our feelings on our shoulders. But yeah. the thing is, is we're real. And when you think about what what does realness mean, man, that 
um, that is, that involves people. Um, I often said, you know, I ask people like, hey, what do you like about your job? That what's the what's the favorite thing? Oh, people. I said, well, what's the least favorite thing about your job? They're like people. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then and then so then, you know, you ask somebody. You know, I got a kind of a, a famous saying. It's like where there's people, there's problems. And you're like, well, but what I realize is, um, people are our world's most precious asset so mm. why not why not invest i mean yeah i understand gold silver and all the monetary things but you'll never find a greater in investment vehicle than a person mm. and 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 so because people are important to me that backs up to and my passion which is right in the middle and then and, and then it comes full circle back into the purpose. So I truly believe that 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 my purpose and my passion with people aligns up through the vision of reviving David. Amen. Amen. Uh, so let's go back. And, uh, you know, some of us uh, have been musicians pretty much all of our lives and others kind of get into it. I've talked to I talked to one Christian artist that uh, uh, he didn't get into Christian music till he was uh, well into his 60s. How about you? Um, music in general, you know, I, I think running around as a kid um, with a um, with a broom singing, I, I don't know how that happened, but you just you, God, some God, He put something in your in, in your soul to mm-hmm. kind of stir you up. Um, you know, little little uh, kindergarten singing. You know, I, I go back and listen to the tape every once in a while, and I'm like, wow, I had a really high pitched voice back then. <laughs> and then you know, you go through middle school and you do like uh, uh, you know choir, and then uh, interesting enough because I don't. I don't, I don't do an enormous amount of, uh, of radio interviews where they ask these detailed questions. I was part of the Chattanooga Boys Choir. Very cool. It, and it was very structured, and it was very organized. Yeah. I didn't last very long. No, we don't like that, do <laughs> but, we? Yeah. But but I made it. And, and so one of my—you um, didn't ask this question, but I'm going to answer it. One of my life's greatest regrets is not being in the band in high school. And here—and, mm. you know— there's kind of a stigmatism that some people try to apply and don't get me wrong. I was a nerd. I'm still a nerd at heart. Uh, I mean, to me, that's a compliment. And, and that being said, I would have wished that I would have started playing music earlier. Cause I didn't really start like diving in and playing piano until I was 18. And then I didn't start playing guitar until about 2005. Mm-hmm. And I think about, man, what, what, where would I be? What would I be doing if I would have start playing at, at, at year five? And then I think, God, your your plan is so much better than mine, and so I don't really worry about right, that. Right. But that's kind of my my journey with with music. It started, you know, uh, you know, right right around when I was eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Do you read music, David, or you take uh, mostly by ear? Everyone can read music. Now, whether you read it correctly, that's right. a different story. <laughs> that is true. That is. <laughs> so true. you. you uh, um, but to, to answer your, what I think you were asking is, um, I do not sight read. Uh, the beauty of that is, um, I, I, I do, um, play by ear and I do use the national number system and I do use an, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of influence from music theory. It's just like, if you threw a piece of, uh, you know, 18 page sheet music in front of me with no chords, then, um, yeah, yep. I'm out. Right. So in other yep. words, I'm not classically trained to right. sight read. Um, but in, in the world that I'm in with, you know, you play churches, you play uh, festivals, you play this. And, and mm-hmm. obviously I do a lot of recording in that studio. There is a certain language that is not even it, it's totally different from reading music, quote unquote, 
that allows you to work together um, to, you know, to create a good song. Right, right. Amen to that. You know, if uh, doing what you and I do at Christian Artists, I think uh, if all we could do, and, and I don't want to... Uh, Put down anybody else, but of course, mm-hmm. but but uh, if the, the sight reading and the playing by ear, I'm, I'm sorry, not the sight writing, but the, be, being able to play by ear and the Nashville system and stuff like that, that's almost a, a requirement. And if it, and, but if and if it's if it's not a uh, if you don't have it at the beginning, you you're going to have it uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. I think it's going to be going to pick it up. You know, Paul, I, I couldn't imagine driving down the road and 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 hearing a song that I like and not being able to go home. And pick it up and instantly play it in five mm. minutes. And, mm. and this is, you know, I, I know this is, you know, this is more about reviving David. But just for somebody that's listening, if you're wanting to play music, this is my message to you because, you know, everything's about purpose, passion, and people. So many people think that they can't do music because they say they're not talented. But if you have the right attitude, passion, and energy, you'll be successful in doing anything. And what that really means is there's a reason why I can't speak to you today in Spanish and German or Japanese. It's because I don't know the language. Yeah. So if if I can't, if I don't know the language, I can't understand it and I can't apply it to my life. Music, and this is where people miss the mark, music is simply another language. So mm-hmm. if you learn the language, then you'll be able to speak it, hear it, and understand it. Right. And. And I think that's very important to remind people that want to be a part of music because everybody says it's like it's like an on and off switch. Well, I'm either talented or I'm not. You don't have to be talented to play music if you'll just spend a little time to understand the language. Yeah, that's good because, yeah, it's it's just a, a, a language. It's a vehicle. It's not an end by to um, um, end to the whatever I'm not trying to think here. Means to an end. There, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you've got if you've got the desire and God's put the desire in your heart to uh, then He just He'll and you and you you learn again. You learn the language. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. So, uh, guitar, your main instrument, David. <sighs> what is your it? definition of main? Well, yeah, I mean, when you write a song. Uh, where do you go first? Does it you go to the keyboard? Do you go to the guitar? Or it really so, doesn't matter. So you asked a simple question, and I'm going to give you a complicated answer. Okay. <laughs> um, because that's just who I am. I originally, my, my first love of music is on the piano. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a proficient piano player. However, I would consider myself to be, without you know, complimenting myself, a decent guitar player in regards to the genre of being able to uh, stay in my lane and play music. So it depends on the melody and the beat. If it's like a power ballad and something that's just really like emotional, yeah, I'm going to the piano. But if, I, if it's got some energy to it and it's more upbeat, then I'm probably sticking to the guitar not that they can't be played on each other, but there's certain things emotionally that when you're writing music that the guitar gives you, and then there's certain things emotionally right. that the piano gives you. So I think you really kind of got to figure out which one you which one you, you want to head towards. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you're making use of both of them and and probably exactly. a whole, whole bunch of other instruments as well. I'm sure. So, what, reviving David, um, and let's tell people now. Uh, I'm on your website, which is revivingdavid.com, but that's spelled a little differently. Do you want to share a little bit about that? How where the where the lie come um, from? <laughs> I, I know. 
Well, um, the good news is this, uh, just for all those people out there, if you do misspell and, and go D-A uh, and leave out the Y, it'll go straight to, um, uh, it, you know, to my website. Mm. So um, that, that's the great thing about that. R- what is Reviving David? Reviving David uh, started simply to be a band name, but it's evolved into so much more. Um, you know, a lot of people get hung up on, you know, uh, are you the lead singer? Are you the founder? Are you the this? And, and, and I am hung up on the fact that God has given me a vision and he's entrusted me to be a good steward of my time um, with that vision. But I feel like it's turned into much more than just uh, a band name. It's a movement. It, it's, it's something different that allows people to, to feel the music and not just hear it. I was in a dark place in my life and, and I know that I needed, I needed to be brought back. I needed to be, um, uh, made whole. I needed to be, um, uh, you know, lifted up. In other words, I needed myself to be revived. My first name, my legal first name is David. And you say, well, why didn't you just go with D A V I D? And then I started thinking, you know, the whole vision behind this, we all, if you live long enough, you're going to struggle at some point. And sometimes you struggle daily to just kind of get through the day. And I thought it was very, very and important to, to, to throw that why in there because it has so much uh, a meaning to me because I know at one point in my life, I was just trying to just get through the day. And so in a very long approach to the answer, that's reviving David in mm. and of itself. Right. David. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so to, to clarify, it it is you. It's uh, but when you record now, do you use? Uh, are you doing most of the things yourself? Uh, and when you go, how, and uh, the second part of that question is when you're out performing live, is it you or is it uh, other musicians as well? So in, in regards to recording, um, when I went to Nashville and we recorded this entire twelve song album about you know real journeys, real life experiences, the album's called Opened Up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in my studio at home and um, I had processed several, several tracks and I let people listen to them and they, they said, man, that sounds really good. And I thought, God wants me to give me, give the best. And although I can play the piano, I can play the bass, I can play violins, I can do all this stuff. I realized that my role for this album was songwriter, producer, and lead singer. Mm-hmm. And be, and because because I was able to, um, what I would say the the word is put put my ego aside. Like I never felt like oh I needed to show the world hey by the way that and and say oh by the way that's me playing the piano on the album that that because reviving David is not about me it's about purpose passion and people it really gave me the freedom Paul to say you know what you don't have to record on this album you have an amazing. Um, a, 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 a amazing group of people that are here. I mean, the guitar player, um, he, he's very, very well known in, in the, you know, in that community. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's the guitar player that recorded on my album. Most people don't know this. He goes out and, uh, and he plays for, uh, Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, the superstar, uh, in the country music world, mm-hmm. yeah. he's played, he's played several, he, um, the, the, the electric guitar player that played on my album, 
he's played several um, songs um, on the Luke Combs projects of, you know, the past five years. So these guys know what they're doing. And although I can do, do it myself very, very well, it was so important to have the chemistry and the emotions of these guys that are in the national community that are used to working together to bring about something. I, I hate to use the word magical, but something so special on yeah. the album that probably would still have sounded good, but wouldn't have that extra dose of, uh, of specialty. If right. that makes sense, if, if I would have recorded I'm sure it brought it, uh, if not to the next, maybe to the next level, and maybe a couple oh. levels. Yeah, yeah, but, but because there's, I mean, when I listen to the, I mean, the, the best decision that I ever made was not 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 to, you know, record. Now, yeah. it's obviously my voice, and and uh, the beauty of it is, w- with the album, um, I was able to co-produce it, and man, that that's a total different element, mm. um, because I love guitars, and so, you know. Um, when you have a multi-million dollar record contract on the line and you have producers telling you what to do, that's great. But sometimes that does limit some of the creativity in the studio. Yeah. Me, me growing up in the eighties, I mean, I love electric guitar, even though I can't play it very well. I was able to tell the producer, Hey, by the way, Hey, can we turn that up? And he's like, are you sure? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and I've had such a lot of great compliments on the album. They're like, Oh man, yeah. guitar solos. We thought they were dead. Um, uh, so cool. yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Now to answer the second part of the question, um, you, you don't want to be that guy where somebody says, Hey, have you heard the reviving David album? Yeah. Yeah. But did you hear him live the other day? Oh man, that was terrible. <laughs> yep. Right. So I, I have played a couple of shows full band. I tend to lean towards the um, the the acoustic side and the piano side of things. It's simply because um, after you record that album and you have all those uh, all those parts and those Nashville guys in there, I, I, I would honestly I would rather I would rather maintain in history the sound that Reviving David is known for, right? Than to just throw a gig together just to go out and play a full band. Yeah. Um, but, um, it, it just, so really to answer your question, it just depends. I, uh, we do full band stuff, but it has to be in the right environment with the right sound system under the right conditions mm-hmm. so that we can maintain the integrity of, Hey, reviving David sounded great the other day. Right. Exactly. Right. Understand. So that's important to me. Yeah. It's a branding thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, David, we'll take a quick pause here. Be right back with you folks. Uh, We'll be talking uh, about uh, the Josie Awards. This is going to be cool. We will be right back. And we're back with David, David Ryan Wynn. Uh, the band name is De- uh, Reviving David, and we're having a great time here. Hope you folks are being blessed by this. I know I am as we share this time together with David. Uh, David, uh, we got to talk about this. It was 2022 at the Grand Old Opry House hosting the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards. You were there. Tell us about it. Man, it you know it was a it was a great experience. It was a great honor. Um, the year before that, um, we won vocalist of the year, and 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 that's an honor, and and that was great, and wow. I and I like that. Yeah. 
but what it really meant is it really meant that a group of people got together and said, hey, uh, Re- that guy reviving David, we think he's a good singer. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, that's good. Moving forward to um, the, you know, the following year at the Grand Ole Opry, uh, Reviving Dave was nominated for um, for four categories: Single of the Year, Artist of the Year, Vocalist of the Year, and the Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've got a one in four chance um, of getting of of getting the one that I want because I'm thinking, you know, there's just probably no way I'm going to win four awards. And I started thinking, and 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 I was talking to God, and I prayed about it, and I said, Lord, I was like, if there was ever an award that I, you know, want to win, and I know people think it's silly, like you shouldn't pray to win an award, but if there was ever one that I wanted to win, it would be album of the year. Mm. And, and and a lot of people they say, why is that? And so, if you got time, uh, Paul, I'm going to unravel that story just for a second. Sure. And again, we're talking about the album opened up. Right. Opened up yeah, is the yeah. album. Okay. Twelve songs about life experiences. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Reviving David uh, won um, album of the year for Opened Up in the Christian gospel inspirational uh, genre. And uh, the ner- the nerve wracking part was they had already went through all three of the other categories, and I thought, oh no, I didn't win. And then I, I heard the name, mm. and w- what that really meant to me. Because somebody could tell you that you wrote a good song. Somebody could say, hey, um, we, we think you're a good artist. And somebody could also say, hey, by the way, uh, you're a great vocalist. And really what that tells me is that they're focused on me. But when you win album of the year, it was focused on we. And and in my life, I like to think that we is always greater than me. Mm-hmm. We have songwriters. We have production assistants. We have engineers. We have musicians. We have family support. We have um, uh, could, none of this would be possible without uh, you know the professional support of Nashtown Entertainment. Um, they're an a, a incredible uh, support team, marketing, and just everything that they that they do. Um, you know, even radio promotions. So when you win an album of the year that pulls all of us into it so that we can share the success. And that, that was the one that I really wanted because it just meant, you know, even from um, the, um, the photographer of the artwork, you know, one of the songwriters, he came up with the idea of, if you look at the album, it's a picture of me and I'm looking down and Mm -hmm. I had an argument, I had an actual argument with my, um, one of the producers, they said, well, the people need to, well, I don't want you to look down. I want you to look up. And Mm -hmm. I said, well, listen, I want people to remember the music. They don't have to remember my face. I want them to, re- to to remember the experience of the music, and they don't necessarily have to know like what I look like because it, the music is about us. And if you look at the shirt opened up, just the, the photographer that yeah. took that picture and the idea. Her name is a very talented Adrian Biaco. She works for Acceleration Media. So, album of the year meant that 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 everyone got to celebrate and it wasn't just about me the right. singer on the album it was the team oh man and and for me the backup vocalist i mean the the drummer just i mean the the names go on and on and on mm. and for me because i'm already passionate about people paul winning album of the year was just amazing because of we we all got to celebrate in our efforts rather than just oh hey by the way you got vocalist of the year which was fine the year before I was mm-hmm. good with that 
So God answered prayer, and we walked away uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Grand Ole Opry for the uh, uh, eighth annual Josie Awards winning um, album of the year, opened up in the Christian gospel inspirational genre. Mm, congratulations on that. Yeah, you've heard that a few times, but I want to add mine, and I'm sure from our listeners as well. So friends, do please uh, check that out. It's uh, Reviving David, and the album is opened up. And David, I'm sure that we can find those uh, and wherever great music is streamed yep. and downloaded. Absolutely. All digital platforms and markets and uh the, another thing is people don't really hand out CDs a whole lot these days. I was very intentional. Um, if you go on our website at revivingdavid.com, you can order an actual physical copy. It has a 16-page 16 16-page 16 booklet, a personal thank you from me, the, uh, the credits for the album, and it actually has a story in there about Reviving David and, and you know, how that was born. Um, and you know, some people, um, they like to be able to read alone and, and read along and look at the actual lyrics. Mm -hmm. And so it was very important to me to have that physical touch and that physical item that somebody could hold on to. Um, if you can find a car with a CD player in it. <laughs> right. So, well, uh, I, I, and I, you're, you're, uh, you're not alone in that, David, because, uh, everything I'm reading and we're doing, uh, we did. In fact, we did a podcast about it just a while ago about CDs, and they are not dying off. They, the CD sales are growing, and uh, in fact, even CD Baby, one of the leading manufacturers of CDs, uh, they, their their sales are up. So, CDs are not dead. That's for sure, folks. So, <laughs> I like this, and I'll I'll read just a little bit of this. And this is I am on your website right here, where you can, uh, folks, you can buy the the physical CD. And David says, uh, I have learned to use what I've been given, not just for musical purposes, but to influence the lives of others like me, who have been through something. And he finishes up. He says, the music is the conduit that connects me to the people. David, I love. I love that, and uh, and that that and that carries one carries on, and it, uh, in fact, well, literally, I guess, when people can carry away something physical, something they're holding in their hand, and I think that's what they want. People want that, that connection, and that lets them take that connection, and uh, and and as the uh, as they as they leave a program that where you where you've been, yeah. Well, in a world full of, I don't know what it is, seven or eight billion people, I'm convinced that it's probably likely that I'll never, ever be able to reach all those people. Right. And so when I'm out in public sometimes, um, it's so much more than just the music. It, because it really is the people. I, I, if I'm talking to someone, sometimes I'll just go out to my car and it's like, I don't need the 10 or $15 that I would normally sell it for. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody and uh, they may say, hey, pray for me. Or, you know, God will, God will nudge you. The Holy Spirit will say, you know what? Maybe they need to hear something. And, you know, reviving David, I mean, think about it. The beauty of it is people say, what kind of music is it? And I say, hey, you know, I don't even want to be thrown into a genre. Yeah, right. By, by the, and what I love about the songs is by the time you get to number seven, the Jesus train, my yep. prayer is people are like, oh, my gosh, I love this music. I didn't know this was this was a Christian album. And I'm like, what is a Christian album? I'm a Christian. I don't know what a Christian album is. I can tell you that all of this music is from my heart. It's real. And I never watered down the gospel of Jesus Christ in my life. Mm -hmm. But but sometimes, you know, I, I'm not going to hand them a CD and say, hey, by the way, uh, this is my latest Christian album. I just say, God, God told me to give this to you. This is a gift for you. Yeah. And, and, and people... 
uh, relate that. And one of the biggest challenges being working in God's kingdom is uh, this is a big challenge. How do we not condemn others, but also not compromise in our beliefs? And I think that's very important. It and is. how do we do that? We just walk. Yep. We just walk. We we don't wrap ourselves with labels. Um, you and, and, and we just walk and we let our light shine. Back to the basic days of vacation Bible school, this little light of mine, mm. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> I love it. Love it. And so, you know, my, go ahead. my legacy is simply this. There will be, I fully believe one day when I pass on to attorney, there might be people that come to my funeral that say, well, I didn't know he was a Christian, but when they find out, I don't want them to be shocked. Mm. And what that means is I left behind a legacy of a wholesome life. And because, I mean, let's just face it, there are opportunities in our life, business and personal. You know, I don't walk around with a T-shirt that says, um, saved by the blood of Jesus. I act it. I walk it out. I make it happen. And, I, and I'm a follower of him. I don't get wrapped up in all the all the craziness of of the labels. I, if somebody wanted to say, do you believe in Jesus? Absolutely. I said, if I didn't, the number song number seven would be Jesus Train. But there are other songs that don't have the word Jesus in the album that are so full of Jesus that you don't even know it when you're listening to it. Mm, I love that. Love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Walk the walk. Yeah. Don't just talk the talk. Um, in our minute, a couple minutes we got left, David, and, and maybe this ties right, maybe just a continuation of what you were just talking about, but what are, what's a challenge that you have faced uh, that in, in your, in your musical walk in your musical uh, trying to do what God has called you to do with your gifts? What's a challenge that you face that, that maybe somebody else might get an encouragement from? Um, because of the things that I've went through, my own personal divorce, my parents' divorce, and the fact that obviously I'm an emotional creature. Um, some people say, man, you just share too much, but I'm raw and I'm real. And if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask. I believe um, that there's a certain level of uh, humility that we all should have as as faith walkers and, and believers. And I also believe that the the enemy, and we won't even call him by his name because he doesn't deserve that, Amen. He, he he speaks to us not as a third person, but um, he clouds our mind with rejection, with worry, with anxiety. And I think one of the greatest things to realize is that music never was supposed to be a competition. Amen. And 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 you can go watch one five year old playing uh, a guitar solo on Instagram, and then you're ready to give up because <laughs> you're like, "Well, I'll never be that good." Right. So right. comparison kills you. And I think as you grow over time, but in my early years of of playing music, you hear a better singer, you hear a better this, you hear a better that, and you're like, "Well," and then you go through something in your life. You go through a divorce. You go through, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the loss of a, of a cousin, you know, that, that got tragically, uh, you know, uh, his life was stripped away from him at an early age of 21 years old. You, you have friends that, that um, in, their, in their own life by their own choosing, um, you, there's just so much that we go through that, le- that, that leads you to a point where you're like, am I good enough? Well, mm. the answer the answer is yes. You are good enough because God is our um, He's ultimately our, our thermometer. We don't we don't look to anyone else to to know okay where we are, and 
And that's one thing that as a musician and as an emotional musician, that it's easy to struggle with of, and and I do it even, I mean, even in my age, sometimes I think, well, nobody wants to hear me playing music, but, but the problem is you have to focus on that music's not a competition and that we're just Paul, we're just seed planters. If I post a video on social media, I think in my mind that it was really good because I got, you know, X amount of views and so many likes and so many comments, but really it was intended for that one person that I'll never hear from that touched his life mm. and who or her life or their life. And we don't know how the ripple effect. So that's what the struggle was is does do, do people actually want to hear me sing? Do people want to hear my music? And then when you do away with the thought of music being a competition or are you good enough or not good enough and you follow your purpose and you know that God's put that purpose in your life because it is good because the, you're, you're planting seeds, then it no longer becomes a competition. But you, it takes a few years to get to that point of self-realization, looking in the mirror and says, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be the best at what you know that you can do. And ultimately, when you stay in your lane, that allows you to follow God's purpose. Mm, I like that. I like that. You said that very well, David, and thank you. I'm sure somebody out there is going to be very encouraged by that. And I guess we can kind of boil it down to remember uh, remember who it's about and why we're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for sharing uh, with us t- today on the Artist Insight. Uh, friends, you can hear uh, right where you're hearing it. This is, uh, of course, you're listening to Notes by a Radio, WNSMDB. Uh, it will repeat for a couple of weeks where uh, the show airs on the station Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you didn't hear it uh, in its entirety this time, please, do uh, you want to hear it again, please tune in. Again, Reviving David, uh, Reviving D. Uh, D-A-Y-V-I-D dot com is his website. Uh, David, where else can we find you online? Um, at Reviving David on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, find us on YouTube and then Reviving David Band on, on Facebook. And uh, we use each of those for kind of different purposes. So kind of just stay tuned to all three of them because sometimes you'll hear more of a story. Sometimes you'll hear more of a song. Um, and so, yeah, just keep connected with us. And then obviously on all digital retailers and, and outlets, uh, where you can find, uh, music. Great. Great. And the new album is called opened up friends. You really, you really want to, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead, going to go ahead and say it, David, they should order the CD. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It's Absolutely. It's great. David, you know th- I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. All right. David, thank you so much again for sharing with us. Uh, let's let's do this again sometime. And uh, But until then, God bless you, and you and your, your music and your ministry, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. God bless. Thanks for listening to Notes by Your Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on Notes by Your Radio Artist Insight.